Hi, you're tuned into the IoT Insider with Dan Cunliffe. I'm Managing Director of Pangea. Um, what you're going to hear in our podcast is the lowdown on all tech opportunities and partnerships you'll need in order to get started and succeed in the Internet of Things market. Um, the podcasts are intended to be short enough for you to enjoy on your commute or when you're driving or traveling to meet someone um, in the market and you maybe want to hear something interesting um, ahead of your meeting. Uh, whether you're a partner already of Pangea uh, or just looking to learn some more about engagement or IoT content, um, please make sure that you subscribe and tune in for our monthly podcast uh, to get all the best information. Um, and I may refer to certain sports uh, from time to time because I'm obviously a avid sports fan. Welcome, everybody. My name is Dan Cunliffe, Managing Director of Pangea, and thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Uh, today, we have a very exciting guest with us. Um, um, already part of the Pangea family, pretty much, is uh, Dr. Aslan Usman, who is um, uh, quoted as our system architect for our 5G project. I don't like that title. I told him earlier. I think we need a better title than that. Um, I'm going to go for head honcho of everything 5G. Um, but Aslan, maybe you tell us a little bit about um, your background and obviously uh, some of the very exotic and interesting places you've been um, to get to where you are today. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Uh, well, my journey for uh, regarding research started when I went to Sweden from Pakistan after completing my bachelor's in telecommunication engineering. Okay. And I started working with one of the most famous researchers in quality of multimedia experience, wow. Dr. Benny Lovestrom in Sweden. And we worked on uh, different uh, videos. And at that time, it was just short definition and high definition videos yep. because it was back in 2012. And we worked on how network can be optimized using quality of experience tools, okay. how quality of videos can be measured, and, and certainly uh, at the back end, how the videos can be optimized Understood. for transmission. And um, a lot of our listeners will be, will be quite telecoms uh, focused guys. So I've heard of quality of service, but um, I, I can guess what quality of experience is. How would you, how would you kind of define the differences? Well, Dana, as you have just mentioned about 5G, so let's talk about quality of experience because yep. 5G is going to be mainly user-centric. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about quality of service, we are only talking about the network nodes yeah. and certain kind of transmission errors that yeah. impact the quality. So it can, quality of service can be, uh, can have some certain uh, aspect of user. Yeah. But quality of experience is mainly about how the user experiences yeah. while transmission takes place, whether it's purely multimedia or just some uh, normal data service. Got it. Still, how the user, the user is experiencing it. So that defines the quality of experience. Yeah. And 5G networks are going to be about quality of experience maybe okay interesting um so from sweden where did you find yourself going next what was what is next in the plan uh well then from sweden i continued to go to nigeria and i uh, keep facing these questions that why such a sudden <laughs> jump from sweden to nigeria yes and in nigeria i was working with nokia mm -hmm. uh back then it was alcatel lucent yeah and we were working on a project that we had to bring the network operators in west central africa from 3g to 4g yeah and the jump was mainly about um, as 3g has had very limited data services but 4g will have massive capacity for data services but the customer base in uh, West Central Africa was not uh, more inclined towards data services. Got it. 
So the campaign was to create awareness among the customer base at the same time, prepare the network operators that the rest of the world is already using 4G networks. They need to move towards 4G LTE as well. So would that mean that most of the Nigerian operators um, are running on Alcatel slash Nokia equipment? Uh, I would say that um, not fully because mm-hmm. you know that in uh, um, fully uh, in terms of network we have the backhaul and we have the front yeah. end services. Yeah. So Alcatel Lucent was famous for their backhaul, microwave backhaul, yeah. because uh, they were one of the best providers for wireless backhaul. Okay. And at the same time, they were famous for managed services. Yeah. So after the network is deployed, they were providing their management after yeah. management. And also they were famous for rollout of the network. So partially they have their owning most of the networks okay. in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, Nigeria is a is a is a fascinating place. Not been there myself, but you know, I I've already, I've heard great stories. Um any anything interesting uh, going on in Nigeria, particularly around the food? Anything that you Well, I tried one of their famous foods called Fufu. Fufu. Yes. Excellent. I was I was never able to name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was never never able to cook it okay. because it's really hard to make it. But what is it made of? What's it? I've heard that it's made of semolina. Okay, got yeah, it. So it's you have it's sort of a dough okay. that you have to eat it with something. Nice. So I kind of mixed my own uh, food taste with it. With so, food. Nice. Yeah. Fufu for anyone uh, <laughs> going to Nigeria this week. Fufu on the menu is what yes. you need to do. <laughs> Um, then I believe you you jumped to the other side of the world and uh, checked out a bit of South Korea. Yes. After spending a year in industry, I decided to go back to research. And okay. I had a very handsome scholarship in South Korea. Nice. So I pursued there. And as soon as I joined, we won uh, one of the most famous grants uh, provided by National Research Fund. And it was right. about uh, 5G. Okay. And we were supposed to spend two years in creating a simulator and later on then uh, implementing it on hardware as well. Right. So we worked on non-orthogonal multiple access, which is one of the most famous candidates for 5G. Right. And um, did you, would you, how many people were actually in that group working on that? Uh, we were seven uh, PhD students okay. as well as three master's students. Okay. So it was a team of nine students. At the same time, we were supervised by our PhD supervisor, who mm-hmm. is famous for working in wireless communication networks. And we worked on non-orthogonal multiple access combined with full duplex. Yeah. Because when we talk about 5G, we are concerned about massive connectivity high capacity, manifold yeah. capacity, I would say, yeah. and low latency. So non-orthogonal multiple access can provide high capacity and full duplex can provide low latency. So okay. this combination is a very good candidate for yeah. 5G. What do you, um, in the simulator, I'd like you to answer maybe two questions. In the simulator, what was the capacity achieved and what was the latency achieved? Um, yes. Okay. But then I want you to put that against what you think Today in London or in Kingston, we would get to a mobile phone or to a device when 5G is available for both capacity and... Um, uh, well, um, if we talk about the non-orthogonal multiple access, then we call it manifold capacity because it utilizes something called the power domain. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens is that a single channel can be used by multiple users. Right. So if we talk about 
10 users so it means 10 times capacity right yes so whatever capacity you're achieving or throughput or bandwidth you're achieving right now you run speed test on your phones yeah just multiply it with 10 wow that is what you're going to have when non-orthogonal multiple access will be there so i guess on, on my phone if i'm if i'm close enough to well probably the best i've ever seen at the moment because the the iPhones are running some high level of um, modems, but I've seen close to between 180 megabits per second because it's a category 12 on there. Do you think I could get 10 times that? Certainly, yes. Wow. Yes, it is because it's, it's, it's very remarkable that it uses the power domain. Yeah. So basically you are not using any frequency division. Interesting. Yes. So it can certainly reach manifold capacity. 10 was just a factor. Yeah. We have even tried it with... 20 users wow. on a single channel so it can even go 20 but the challenge here is uh, the receiver design yeah because this kind of scenario will create uh, some energy inefficiency at the receiver end just so. suck loads of power basically yes so wow. that can be an issue but certainly it's in the research community it's a hot topic so they're working okay. on it well, let's move ourselves um, to good old Kingston, uh, which is obviously where the office is, but um, you joining Kingston University, which has effectively started our 5G project. Um, uh, tell us a bit about joining Kingston and kind of how, how we've come to, come to meet you, come to join us. Yeah. So um, after finishing my PhD, one thing I missed that uh, uh, I was not only working on next generation wireless networks, mm-hmm. I was also working on multimedia networks, how videos are transmitted and how a network can be optimized for video transmission. So uh, I had a contact here in Kingston University, one of the famous professors in multimedia networks. Mm-hmm. So I was able to start working as a postdoctoral research fellow with yes. her. And I worked for a year with her. And our main focus was about video transmission of ultrasound videos. Uh-huh. So here I have been working on medical videos and how network can be optimized for successful medical video transmission. Nice. Okay, cool. And then that kind of nicely leads us into what we are attempting to achieve um, with our 5G project, which for the listeners who've not heard anything about or seen any of the PR, we, um, between Pangea, Kingston University, and with the funding from Innovate UK, we're attempting to uh, improve compression techniques over wireless networks, in particularly focusing on uh, 5G is our wireless network, but also focusing on the health sector and particularly video transmission. It's kind of the focus areas over there. Um, tell me a little bit about what you think um, is the way we're going to tackle that. How, how, how is it going to be possible to, to create a, a world-class compression technique for wireless networks? Well, I think that as everyone is talking about artificial intelligence and mm-hmm. how to make everything intelligent, Video compression tools are there, yeah. but uh, we need something which can do smart coding and yeah. intelligent compression. So whatever you have on hand, whatever is being transmitted through the wireless network, yeah. let's say it's a 5G network, which has massive capacity and low latency. So we have a telesurgery going on and it needs to optimize itself according to the requirements. Yeah. So we call it smart and intelligent video compression. Got it, got it. How? just out of interest you may not have the answer yet but how how will it understand the type of data coming through 
or the requirement how 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 do you think it's going to do that well that's why i said that it's going to be based on artificial intelligence yeah. so we have some designed algorithm at the transmission end or the receiver end okay that is going to assess the data based on some machine learning algorithm mm-hmm. that is going to tell that okay this is this is the type of data, data we think this is the type through. of data maybe the source ip could be in there or something like that exactly yeah. exactly so there are many ways that we can identify the data so just continuing on video and um from the health care sector perspective um we are looking to do hopefully a partner event or something related to a um a 5G testbed which is which is going to be showing us a little bit about a virtual uh, sorry well a virtual reality environment at St George's Hospital which is in Tooting London um tell me a little bit about what we're looking to do there what's the kind of interesting side on that well with Kingston University we already are working on a 5G testbed yep. yes it's a consortium between different universities and Huawei is well helping us to do that and at St George's Hospital they have a very high tech uh, immersive environment which can be transformed into a medical emergency okay. some um some sort of fire emergency and they have ambulance test beds as well so we are going to create a 5G like scenario yep. in that immersive environment that can show that how uh, 5G's low latency and massive capacity can achieve uh concepts like telesurgery. Yeah. No, so that's what we're going to do. Oh cool. Yeah, and and so for the listeners, um especially our partners, we would like to probably put some together and let the guys go and see that um it's it's an exciting topic and I think, you know, um people want to fully understand how and when and when it'll be available, but at the moment there's a lot of speculation around which is the best way to kind of deliver it and, and move it forward. Okay. Perfect. Um I think we're going to move a bit to a couple of really interesting questions hopefully a little bit about Arslan's background and I guarantee this will not be the last time you hear from him uh because we will be doing more and more on this um topic. Um so probably the first thing that I wanted to ask is um just for kind of, you know, from a consumer or a kind of end user perspective, what do you think is probably going to be the most interesting benefit um with 5G coming down uh, you know what 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 are what are we as kind of consumers but maybe for our partners what are they going to be able to sell more of or, or get more into I think 5G is going to bring massive connectivity mm. so we have concepts like internet of things but now we are talking about internet of everything yeah. so every single node that is commercially available in industries or at home they can be connected they can talk to each other without any kind of human intervention so internet of of uh, everything yeah bringing massive connectivity i think that is going to be a breakthrough that will classify help us classify between 4G and 5G networks yeah because manifold capacity and ultra low latency these two things are required for massive connectivity and it just drives the right kind of outcomes right yes and um within with a rough estimate done by Cisco we are going to have 14 billion devices mm-hmm. by the end of 2019 so this means that these 14 billion devices are not only cell phones yeah they can be any node at all commercially or industrially available so they have to be connected with each other yeah big um big jump for the IoT market of course um huge huge increases there now starting time starting times um let's uh let's let's like turn it down a bit and a couple of questions from my side 
Um, tell us a little bit about any sort of hidden talents you might have, something that people wouldn't really realize about Auslan. Well, um, I'm a part-time magician. <laughs> Auslan has just literally, <laughs> literally pulled rabbits out of hats in front of me. If you could see it, you would believe it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, I do photography as well, okay. and I have a good fan following mm -hmm. on Instagram. Nice. Do you so want to do a little, little shout-out? What's your, what's your Instagram? Yes. If someone is a lover of nature and wildlife photography, well, it's Pristine Moments by Arslan on Instagram. Do follow. Pristine Moments by Arslan. Love it. Um, what, is, what is your most recent photo, if you can remember? I took a picture of uh, deer okay. in the Richmond Park. Really? Nice. Yes. And it's really, I think it's very unique. Perfect. Yes. Go and have a look. Pristine Moments by Auslan on, on Instagram. Um, so when you hear this, uh, when the listeners hear this, um, it will be passed. But today when we're recording is the um, Comazilla Sales and Marketing Awards. We're up for three awards. Um, and it is very possible that Chris Ramika might drag us along to a session of karaoke um, afterwards. Uh, what would be your go-to karaoke song? Well, here I think I'll go with my one of Michael Jackson's very famous song. Yep. Heal the world. Heal the world. Nice. Yes. Brings people together. Yes. It's about connectivity. So let's connect everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On point. Love it. Um, <clears throat> and at the moment, you know, pretty much every advert, every um, brand is using Game of Thrones to try and get a few extra eyeballs on their product. Um, so we wouldn't be able to finish our podcast without a Game of Thrones question. Um, if you were in Game of Thrones, which house would you belong to? But don't spoil anything because I've only watched the first two episodes. <laughs> I've not seen the next one yet. Well, I think uh, I would be supporting and I do support the House Stark. Uh -huh. Because it sort of uh, gives me a reflection of my own life. Perfect. It's about sacrifice and effort and determination. Yeah. So. No pay, no gain in the house of stock. Oh, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so Dr. much Osler. for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, for the listeners out there, as I said, there'll be so much more to talk about as 5G develops. Um, it's in the, pretty much in the, in the world of the news every day at the moment. Um, and it is a exciting time in the comms industry, particularly um, around 5G, and we'll be talking more about it. Um, thanks again, and we will be issuing the next podcast next month. I'm Dan Cunliffe, Managing Director of Pangea. Thank you very much.